Good morning, afternoon, or evening, Supercast Brothers listeners. I'm Jonathan, otherwise known as Jono. And I'm Zantok, otherwise known as Lister. And I do believe the order is good morning, evening, afternoon. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the way that the cycle works. So you're you're correct. I'm I'm sorry for that. Yes, uh, Solitary is a great show, and everybody should watch it. Yes, it's true. But speaking of great things and putting on a great show, we're going to have a great show for you today. And the great thing that we have involved is Trevor again, otherwise known as TurboTaxer, our good old friend. Say hello to the people, Trevor. Hello again. I am back for another round of fun here, and I hope that we have a great show in store for you guys today. Didn't we just have oh, yeah. you last episode? I think so. I think we did. This sounds like a scheduling <laughs> error. Uh, I think we need to get a new guest on the line. We, we can get two people, or somebody twice, in two episodes in a row. Yeah. What is this yep. nonsense? Yep. No, well, man. Screw it. Shoot. Screw the rules. I have money. I don't give a shit. <laughs> well, to Trevor's credit, he, he was not originally scheduled for the Everybody Is Here episode, and we just kind of oh. threw him on literally 30 minutes before it started. Uh, 30 minutes? More like 10 minutes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Sounds about right. Fun it was, but what great fun it was. Um, today is going to be fun, too, because we're going to be uh, setting Trevor into more of a more of an equal space to, to talk between us for one of his very favorite series, uh, Mother. And, you know, just, just ahead of time, there's spoiler alerts abound for Mother or Earthbound Zero, Earthbound, Mother 3, the whole franchise. We don't know necessarily where we're going to be taking this ship today when we talk about Porky for Smashtopia. So there you go. If you haven't played the series and you're interested and want to go on spoiler free, this might not be for you right now. But if you don't care or if you've played the games already, uh, one of us here has played the games already. <laughs> and they're our guest. <laughs> then, it, it, yes, I have. Then here you go. In, in my defense, go. I've wanted to play the games. It's just there's never been a right time to do them with all the other games I play and recording sessions I do. Yep. Hey, you know what? I've read enough about Porky, and I've also played enough of Earthbound, at the very least, to come up with some cool taunts. Like, I think you guys will be pleased by what's in store from yours truly, as always. Meanwhile, as, I just realized really that I've been trying to avoid Earthbound spoilers for when I eventually play the game blind, and well, that's going to get ruined today. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's going to be yes, fun for is. me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, before we get started, um, there, there are like some, some things that I omitted from our previous chat, not purposefully, but just like it was such a breakneck neck pace, having both Trevor and Jake involved that I didn't give a lot of time to Trevor at the beginning introduction of Everyone Is Here. Um, so I just wanted to give a bit of a little bit more background on on Trevor's friendship with uh, Lister and I. Uh, I've known Trevor for what is it, nineteen years, going on twenty now. Oh, that's all right. That's pretty. That's pretty miraculous. And as Lister can attest, it is difficult enough knowing me for over a decade. How about almost two? To, to be fair, so, some of those decades I barely heard from you, so that was nice. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but Trevor and I, Trevor and I have been tight like glue, and other things that you can imagine are tight. And that's uh, that's been our friendship. The first day of first grade, we we met each other, and then I eventually got him involved with all of those knuckleheads at Super Smash Brothers Mercurius, the forum that Lister and I met on. 
and we've been mutual friends ever since. And uh, beyond that, we've had other uh, forum and gaming experiences in the past. We've always played Smash Brothers with each other, other multiplayer games like Lego Racers, everyone's fan favorite. <laughs> uh, that was actually a fun game. <laughs> it was. I, I, uh, None I of the worked cheat codes worked. Like Basil the Batlord as a kid. I thought he was such a badass. Um, and he probably still is to this day. I want to replay that when I go back to California. <laughs> still kicks my uh, butt. Lego Island was oh, better, yeah. and I will, but I once wanted to make a move set for the Lego Island characters. I just never. Hey, did. you know what? It's boundless possibilities here on Super Cast Brothers. Um, but yeah, we've we've bounced around from forum to forum ever since, and just always kept kept in touch, regardless of distance. And uh, you know, like we've been on Mercurius, Super Smash Brothers, Xevious, Super Smash, uh, whatever Club Trevor, all these different, all these different forums. Uh, a lot of fun, and Trevor and I also produced a single uh, under the under the moniker T Fish that you can listen to on Spotify called Bobble Man. Here's a preview. That's... And uh... I, I feel sorry for all of our viewers who just had their ear gems burst. Uh, that was not supposed <laughs> to happen. That came through rather loud. <laughs> my bad but um if you want to hear that in in crystalline quality like you know you do then head on over to spotify and we'll we'll figure out the merch situation after this goes viral oh boy um, oh yeah yeah so that's that's a little more on trevor um is there anything you would like to add to that trevor because i don't want to slander you yeah, so uh, for all of you that are experiencing eardrum issues after that little bit with playing, I advise you to... Oh boy, no, not that. <laughs> but I do advise you to send all lawsuits to Jonathan, not me. Uh, okay? I would also like to okay? state that yeah. uh, Supercast Brothers is not responsible for any loss of hearing while listening to this podcast. You all signed a waiver when you started listening. <laughs> it is not our fault. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, that said... Uh, Turbo, I do have a question for you. Yeah? How did you get the name TurboTaxer? How did I get the name TurboTaxer? Yeah, I'm curious. Do tell, please. So, my first time signing up for a forum on the internet was right before uh, joining Mercurius. It was uh, the Starman.net forum, which, if you do not know, is the forum, the, the unofficial fan forum for all Earthbound series-related games. And I, as a 14-year-old kid, wanted to join this. I tried making a username, but I accidentally switched the username and the pass that I wanted to use. And the pass is something I randomly came up with because I did not have much time on the computer to make it. So I found a box of TurboTax on the table, and I entered what I thought was the password, TurboTaxer. <laughs> turns out I switched the fields. And oh my God. I became TurboTaxer, and I just ran with it i entered it into other forums since i entered it is all of my gamer tags and i've kept with it and hopefully turbo text doesn't sue me yeah well uh <laughs> d d don't don't answer if you can't because i don't know if maybe you still use that password or anything but what was the original username that you were wanting to use at the time the original username was diamondized jeff Diamondized, it's a status condition in Earthbound, which is basically petrified in any other role-playing game, and Jeff being a character. 
Um, I just thought it was a fun name to have as a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, ha ha. Look at this reference. Don't I know something? But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think I'll say that I think TurboTax are... I I think that's a little bit more of a solid name. Because, you know, you got that alliteration... And, hey, look, you're going to be talking on a forum about Pokemon. Now, if you're like, hey, look, I'm Diamondized Jeff. What does that mean? Uh, I can't explain it to you. It's not Pokemon related. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, TurboTax has certainly become a uh, classic name amongst our amongst our brethren over the years. Um, yeah. Good otherwise, times. Otherwise, we'd all be calling you Jeff. Uh, and that would be weird because Jeff is his father's name. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> on I'm, straight I'm the, yeah. Movie, huh? I, I think I prefer calling you Turbo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I I, I really appreciate the uh, astounding laudation for the name, if that's even the word you say. I, I, I mean, your your four year old mm-hmm. self should definitely feel validated right now. <laughs> Deep down inside, I really do. Good. I'm glad you're so proud of you. You were too. And while we're on that subject, uh, where did you get the name Small Tall T. Fisher from? Oh, no boy. Need to that. It's okay. Feel free. Super Mario 64, Small Tall Island. That was his nickname in high school. Let me tell you that. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, anyway. <laughs> now we got uh, the introduction to Small Tall here out of the way. Good God! Yeah. So, yep. yep. Obviously, we're here to be talking about uh, Porky as a potential character in Super Smash Brothers. Porky, who has previously only been featured as under like stickers or trophies or a boss in Super Smash Brothers Brawl Subspace Emissary, and strangely, <laughs> not even a spirit in Smash Brothers Ultimate. What's up with that? I don't know. I mean, technically, we've got a spirit of like the uh, perfectly safe capsule or whatever that's called. I don't. I don't have the exact name of that. Porky hides himself yeah. in during the events of Mother Three, so some people say that oh that's this pork that's the Porky spirit he's in there it's like well, okay well no it just says <laughs> the name of the of the thing and it wouldn't be the first pair we have of an optic like I don't know the standard bike and standard cart from Mario Kart in their own spirits stupid but as the uh, premier Mother and Earthbound expert Turbo. Why don't you give us a bit of a history primer on who and what Porky or Pokey is? Oh boy. All right. Off the top of my head, to start off, Pokey Mitch, as we know him in the U.S., was a child and neighbor of Ness, as you may know from Earthbound or Smash Bros. He lived right next to Ness's family, and Ness's father had taken out a large loan with Pokey's father for a sum of hundreds of thousands of dollars to start a burger business. Now, uh, admittedly, since uh, Ness was the only person that could put up with Pokey, Pokey would pull pranks on him thinking that it was friendship and uh, start doing other slightly mean things to Ness through their childhood, thinking that it was all friendly. Now, one day when a meteor crashes into their town, Onette, a bug from the past or future, future, uh, mm-hmm. comes by and says that there are four kids that will save the world. Pokey decides, I'm not going to be one of those kids. And he sort of shirks responsibility, decides he doesn't really want to 
be with Nas if it's going to take a lot of hard work. And then from there, his uh, tendencies to kind of poke and prod and bully a bit get worse and worse. Throughout the Mother series, he eventually becomes possessed by Gygus, and those tendencies become maniacal. He kidnaps a psychic youth named Paula, intending to sacrifice her to a car painting cult in a happy, happy village. He and his father become advisors to basically a Mr. Monopoly type guy called Monotoli in the town of Forside, mm-hmm. of which he then steals and crashes his helicopter trying to reach Gygus himself, the main antagonist of Earthbound. Mm-hmm. And then eventually becomes uh, transcends Gygus himself and flees past space and time to where he appears in Mother 3 as the primary antagonist. Mother 3 being the sequel to Earthbound, we just haven't gotten that game yet in the States. And yes, in Mother 3, he then sets out to basically destroy the world of any people that might have not liked him while he fondly reminisces his friends as he calls Ness and the crew that tried to stop him from Earthbound. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Sato Itoi, the creator of the series, has gone on to say that Pokey or Porky Minch is like a poem. Because of a sad childhood and misunderstood ways of interacting with people, he started spiraling into worse and worse behavior just trying to seek friendship. And as Mm -hmm. such, it spiraled in the fact that he now is trying to destroy the world just to try to find it because he thinks everybody's out to get him. Yeah. And so without spoiling too much about the game, he goes on to do a lot of terrible things and brings a lot of bad stuff to a very quaint village. Yeah. You know, in Porky is definitely a a tragic character, but um, hearing about his backstory from you, I can't help but imagine that um, in another world, maybe our world, he could have become president of the United States. Anywho. It's uncanny. I, I don't know what comparison you're making there, but uh, oh, I, yeah, I honestly did not know <laughs> that Porky had a tragic backstory of that. So, I mean, I knew that he was mm-hmm. uh, a bully. He, he was kind of a little shithead to Ness. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I didn't know, like, how exactly he came to, like, work alongside Gygus or become the main antagonist and mother three I, I just knew mm-hmm. it happened i didn't know like what, what what's the journey he ends up taking there it's like oh he he was actually bullying because he thought it was friendship and he thought it was all nice that people liked him and then it turns out he realizes oh nobody likes him and now he's mm-hmm. upset about it it's like oh shit i didn't mm-hmm. know that they did that damn all right nintendo let's uh dress the bullying yeah. thing here damn um yeah that and and uh Furthermore, when Trevor first began and, and they were talking about um, just how Porky had that childhood, um, I was thinking, oh, man, I am so sorry, you two, for, for mistreating you with all the pranks that I pulled over the years. It, was, it wasn't it was friendship, I, I promise. Yeah, we knew you were the villain the whole time. Yeah, wouldn't be that surprising. That's why we locked you in the uh, perfectly safe capsule. Uh, you're yeah. going to live forever. Good news for you. Bad news is you can't mm-hmm. get out and you can't talk to anybody. Ah, <laughs> sounds just like the tragic backstory. 
that yes. I am deserving of. Yes, you are. Um, so yeah, Porky versus Pokey. We we know him. I think the Smash Brothers series in the West calls him Porky as well, I but so. Earthbound, the original translation, calls him Pokey. And I think so. That's just kind of nothing too huge there with the etymology, huh? It's just kind of Nintendo of America at the time with Earthbound just kind of decided to call him Pokey. Yeah. So like, technically, for now, both are correct. But um, mm -hmm. t typically, the Smash Bros. community, you'll see the character be referred to as Porky. And if people are talking about specifically Mother 3, they'll say Porky because that's what the fan translation says his name. But a lot of people who have either only played um, Earthbound, Mother 2, or <clears throat> really just that's just the first game that's what sticks with them the most, they'll end up calling him Pokey. But there's really no difference. It's not like an Eris era situation of Final Fantasy VII where it's a legit mistranslation mm -hmm. in the American release. Yeah. And was it, was it like, uh, there's other things too. Like, wasn't Gygus's original name like Gigue or whatever? Gigu, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah Which is yeah. terrible. Now, I, terrible. Now, Gigu. Gigu reminds me of a few of my favorite characters. Bio Miracle Bokute Upa and Chucky Finster. We gotta get you new jokes. Oh boy. Uh, when's the Chucky episode? Never. In a few weeks. In a few weeks when we find a new co-host who's willing to um, worship the Chucky god. I oh, you man. You know what? Maybe we should uh, enter our moveset at this point with uh, discussing our entrance animations that we've thought of. That's true. Okay. And I'm coming to realize that I didn't write, write one down. Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> it's not on <laughs> my sheets. Now, it's not now on my you know sheet. how it feels. Shit. Now you know how it feels. When I was when I was editing my sheet from the Gengar version, I must have accidentally deleted that field. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, I can come up um, one on one off the top of my head. Hey, look. Oh, oh. Actually, there's something that we haven't mentioned about Porky. Now he's gonna be fighting in this game. Spider Man. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. If you want to just go with it unceremoniously, yes, he's fighting into Spider Man, uh, specifically. We we could have had Porky just fighting out on his own, running around like Ness, Lucas, and everyone else. But that didn't really feel right to kind of what his character became. In the uh, Towards the end of the game of Earthbound, I don't know <clears throat> I don't know when we first see it, or if it's just the final battle when we first see it. But you see Porky fighting in a mecha. And it's kind of designed to look like a spider. It kind of has like a semi-organic look to it, at least in my opinion it does. Mm -hmm. But then in uh, Mother 3, he's got a much more heavily armored, mechanical larger spider mech to it yeah where he kind of like can lay in bed and control it, which is strange it's also what his uh boss fight looked like in smash Bros. brawl so that that that's his mother three spider mech but for this one we all discussed it ahead of time we were just like we want to use the spider mech from earthbound that that's the design that we're going with here it it looks a little bit more interesting and isn't as gigantic yeah so my, yeah. my entrance animation that i thought of in the last uh like minute was that uh, you would see Porky in the spider mech kind of <clears> climbing <throat> in from the back. Room. Like, I, I don't really know how to explain it, but like, imagine if he's like climbing up from some un unseen ledge. And he's just kind of like spider crawling up on top of the stage. Nice. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Oh, yep. Uh, so, Trevor, what did you, what did you have in mind for an entrance? Do you know? Or, I, I had know about the opposite. Uh, I wrote oh, down that. His spider mech crashes in from above the stage and then wiggles mm -hmm. its legs a bit and tests, tests the diagnostics as Porky <laughs> looks at the other fighters. Nice. That's funny. I like that. 
Nice. That's awesome. Um, for mine, I just uh, now mine's going to seem the most boring because um, it's that he zaps in in a flash of reddish orange light um, inside of the mech. And uh, the mech's legs are retracted as Porky floats a few feet off of the ground, descending an orb form inside of the mech. And then once the mech is just at about ground level, its legs protract and gets into its battle stance. They're ready to go. And I, I just kind of pulled that from, you know, his teleportation ability and uh, Muppet 3 and Earthbound. That, that's about it. But I think... Actually, I'm not going to say anything else because I, I want to hear what everyone else thinks first. <laughs> yep. So, Trevor, what, what do you think of those three uh, entrance animations? But which <clears> one... <throat> you, you're, you're designing Smasher. You're putting Porky in the game. Which one of these interesting animations do you think is the best one? Just immediately give that first first taste of Porky at when people are fighting him. Trevor's like, guess what, fucker? I choose mine. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Most of the time, we like to choose our own stuff. I would yeah. want to choose my own, but honestly, I really liked yours as well, Lister. I really mm-hmm. liked the idea of the spider crawling in. It emphasizes more of the spider mech, which is more of what Porky is going to be using for the fighting because he doesn't want to get himself in. Although I do really like uh, Jonathan's keen attention detail to the fact that uh, within the time that uh, Porky is in Mother 3, that he has learned PSI himself. So... Yeah. Uh, Shoot, I gotta give points to that, but I do have to give more credence to Lister's idea. I just like the idea better. I just had a, I just had another thought. Okay, so this is, I don't know how this works, so you're gonna have to educate me here, Turbo. Uh, the end of Earthbound and moving into Mother Three, we know Porky somehow time travels to the future. Do, do yeah. they Do they kind of show what the animation looks like at all? Because what if Porky time traveled straight from the end of Mother Two into Smash? Oh, nice. You know, they don't. They don't really say much at all except him coming through the end of the battle and saying, like, oh, well, it looks like I'm running away, but actually I'm going to go and try to find some other nefarious plans. I'm going to go travel through space and time. See you, suckers. Spankity, spankity, spankity. And he disappears. (laughs) That would have been awesome. Mm -hmm. I would have loved that, too. Oh, man. Um... What I was thinking is, I Lister's idea was really, really has a cool factor to it, and I like how the the emphasis is on the mech acting as a spider and is more spider focused. Um, I also really enjoyed Trevor's though because it offers uh, more of an insight into Porky's character. Because I mean, at the end of the day, the mech is a mech, and we, the emphasis is also on Porky um, and and his personality. Uh, so that made me laugh. So I'm kind of torn on which to choose between the two. I mean, I'll straight up say the best. So. <laughs> <laughs> that settles it. My, my, my second favorite, though, is again, Travis, because I really like that uh, he kind of, <clears> like, <throat> from what you described, he kind of like crash lands on the stage, and he's like, oh shit, is my mech still okay? Let's uh, let's test out the appendages, make sure they still work. Okay, good, let's fight. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like that aspect of it, because it's like, I'm supposed to crash land. I need to make sure my machine still works before I get into this big old battle that's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so entrance is, de- is decided. I guess we're moving on to taunts now, if I'm looking at this template correctly at the very least. Yeah, so we do have our taunts next, and then we'll do our victory post right after that so we can figure out if we want to mix and match any of those. Yeah, all right. 
Mine so, are kind of lame, nice. I will admit. So this is going to be interesting. <laughs> All right, who wants to go first? Yeah, I will. Why not? Okay. So the okay. first thought I have up here is that uh, quite quite simply enough, well, in, safely inside of his spider mech, Porky will point forwards at whoever happens to be in that general direction and will just laugh with like a pig snorting kind of a laugh. <laughs> like, I like it. It's like it's like when you start laughing too hard that you just start snorting and everybody makes fun of you because you're like <clears> a pig. That's Porky's laugh to me. His <laughs> name is Porky. Come on. Yeah. He's got a pig yeah. mask yeah. army in Mother Three. The guy's got mm -hmm. some pork, some pig themes. He's yeah. all about those pig themes. Yeah, he's all about that pork. <laughs> yep, it's a pork and good time today with you guys. Let's get porky. Let's pork it up. Let's get pork. All right, so Trevor, oh, what's your first thought that you have on the board that. here? So, uh, oh, he said he said Trevor. Yeah, yeah. What's your first thought? Uh, My first time. So I was thinking, uh, nothing too much different. Uh, Porky sticks out his tongue, puts his hands up to his ears, and moves them in a mocking manner, sort of moving them side to side, the neener neener type action. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. just, it, no matter how evil he is, he's still a kid at heart. That's true. That's true. Um, what's funny is I think we also had that taunt for Waluigi. A Gengar, um, actually. Gengar has that one. Yeah, it could apply to Gengar and Waluigi and It Port could apply Weedle. to any of these characters yeah. we've done so All of these <laughs> we've nefarious... Done, we have done we three... like our nefarious bastards. Yeah, we, we've done three villainous slash trollish characters in a row. I think we need to break mm -hmm. that for the next Smashtopia we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next Smashtopia that we do is going to be like, Flane lifts her hands over her head and moves their, them in a fashion similar to Neener Neener. <laughs> 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 anyway um but no I, I like that of course simple and to the point uh my first one is so who here has played deadly creatures on the wii who here has heard of deadly creatures on the wii not me i'm raising my hand i just realized that no one can see that because we're not recording on video um so it's a game where you play as arachnids and and creatures along those lines and fight each other like a cage match to the death between a scorpion and a spider and it was fairly well received anyway i was thinking about that game the other day when we were watching porky from the spider mech angle and so i wanted to also emulate uh actual spiders in some of porky's movements um so my first taunt is porky lifts the spider mech's uh front legs fo forward um you know like you can imagine how a tarantula would attack a would like hold up its its uh, offensive stance like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, forward in a way that emulates a spider on the prowl, and that's about it. Like it's like it's getting ready to attack. Yeah, and I mean you can, and then you can of course include him saying neater neater or or spankity 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 or whatever as he does that. And it's all it's all fair game. Okay. Yep. So my second thought that I came up with was actually him saying spankity spankity, but the way I'm imagining mm -hmm. him doing this is he kind of like turns over a little bit in the mech so that he can like actually be slapping his butt while saying spankity spankity as like this mech dance like saying, it's like, oh, come at me, come at me, but you can't because I own a mech. Get wrecked. So may I just say that that was also my second taunt? Yes! Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's brilliant. I love it. 
as soon as I saw that, mm-hmm. that that's one of the things that that's one of his pieces of dialogue in the game. It's just like, oh my god, this has to either be a taunt or a victory pose. I don't care <clears> which. <throat> I don't care if it's both. It's got to be here. It mm-hmm. has to be. Mm-hmm. It's too perfect. <laughs> so uh, I guess that brings it back to me then. If Trevor's is pretty much the same, uh, ad listernum, I think we call that. Um, a bee. So here's this. A bee begins to buzz around Porky's spider mech right in front of the window, and Porky stamps it down with one of the mech's legs with a mischievous smirk and devilish laughter. Wait, hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. A bee is buzzing around his window, or he, like the 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 big old port that he can see out of, and he smashes yeah. it with his leg. Is the yeah. bee on the window? Or is he breaking his own mech here? Oh, oh no, no, no. The, bee, goes, is, like, the bee is in front of him. It's it's around his vicinity. Okay, okay. So basically he's going he's going for the 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 chopsticks, catching it, except he's just gonna go stabbing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Tre- Trevor knows what I'm going for there. Absolutely. It's a reference to uh, an opening scene in Earthbound where uh uh, uh resistance warrior from the future comes in the form of a bee. And then, even though helping you defeat a vicious psychic opponent, it easily gets swatted down by Pokey's mom. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. That'll bring you back to my uh, third taunt, then, which I kind of, it's got a fun visual to it, where you see one of the spider legs will kind of, like, prop up just a little bit. There's this tiny little yo-yo on the end. It's just, like, throwing the yo-yo back and forth in the air. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I, nice. it's just it's hilarious to me to just imagine mm-hmm. a spider leg playing with a yo-yo <laughs> nice and nice. uh what's what's uh balls back in trevor's court my last taunt is uh porky pretending to cry then starting to laugh the laughter gets gradually grows until it's maniacal and these tie into uh, when uh, Porky is a party member in the opening parts of the game. Three of his eight actions that he can take are pretending to cry, uh, trying to appease the enemy, or laughing shyly. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. So that that kind of plays into my last taunt too, um, which is just that the the mech uh, slips as Porky moves the lever in the wrong way, and so they both fall on their butts. Um, but as he's shaking head and hopping up to recoup, he's crying. But then as he like massages his neck and gets back into business, he he, he cackles. All right. So that was that was a nice nice play in characteristics, Trevor. So th- those you are know? eight taunt possibilities, which we will eventually be narrowing down to three. <laughs> oh boy! But before we do that, we got to go into our victory poses because we might swap some of these around. Who knows? Hmm. So, okay. The, the first victory post I have, I actually have two of them where he's outside of the mech just because I had some fun little ideas for it. Because it's not like the Spider-Man he can't get out of. It's just he doesn't usually, from my understanding mm-hmm. of things. But the first one I have is that Porky will be outside of his Spider-Man with a, a, a rag and some cleaner. And he's just giving his Spider-Man a good old polish. Because while he doesn't like nice. work, he is proud of that mech. And he wants to make sure it's clean <laughs> for fighting. Because, hey, you know, fighting is dirty business. And... If that screen gets cracked or or there's all kinds of dust involved, he's not going to be able to see out of it and fight properly. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. Back to old Rovert. 
All right, so my first big feet pose is uh, Porky retreating into the aforementioned absolutely safe capsule and being pushed around the victory screen by Dr. Andonuts, the creator of the capsule himself. Oh, nice. Nice. I like that. Is Dr. Andonuts also in Mother 3? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't, Interesting. I don't quite understand how it works. It's not explained a whole lot, but yeah, he's... Maybe Forky traveled back and kidnapped him. <laughs> That's my guess. Maybe. Maybe, or yeah. Scientific accident. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it makes about as much sense as Back to the Future 3, anyway. Mm. Uh, with. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my victory pose, um, first one going up, is with the pig mask army behind him and saluting him. Porky turns to them and then turns back towards the camera with a grim smirk and both hands held to his sides with his mech standing tall, just being like, hey, hey. mischievous, like sly, sly little, sly little leader. Yep. All right. So my second one uh, is my second one where he's standing out with a mech suit. But before I can say what it is, hey, uh, Turbo, what is Porky's favorite food? Porky's favorite food? Shoot, I actually don't know that. Okay, well then I'm going to hope the uh, small little bit of information I saw is correct. Uh, and I'm having Porky leaning up against the spider mech while eating a loaf of bread. Nice. Because <laughs> apparently, apparently there's like official artwork or something of Porky eating a loaf of bread. I was like, I'm using that. That's funny. Nice. <laughs> nice. I, I like it. I like it. I also like bread, so I can agree with Porky there. Uh, victory pose loafing two. around. Oh, yeah. Loafing around with the porkster. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Trevor, how about you? What's your next pose? My uh, next pose is uh, Porky holding his handout in a V for victory pose next to a cardboard cutout of Ness doing the same. The cardboard cut up oh, falls nice. over, but Porky just kind of looks at it, walks over closer to it, and continues to hold the pose. Nice. Um, because it plays into his story with Ness. Yeah. So that is, uh, again, thinking outside of the box. Very cool. Um, my second victory pose is um, incorporating the Pig King statue, which uh, Smash Brothers fans will also remember from the Subspace Emissary. Uh so the pig king statue is standing beside Porky, and they both. And at first, um, they both flex in that traditional strongman's pose, just the bicep curl. And then as they turn back around, they both slap their butts, and Porky goes spankity, spankity, spankity. That is beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yep. Yep. And then the the mech is like off to the side. It's it's out of use. So. Yeah, back up to Lister's Court. With my final and most boring victory pose, Porky's like, you know what, all that fighting tired me out. And he's just sleeping inside of his mech. That's it. No. He's just taking a good old nap. He had a good fight. He deserves some rest. Yep, yep. Some respite for the warrior king. Poor thing. <laughs> how, how about you, Turbo? 
my last victory pose is uh, Porky inside of the mech, uh, holding a hand of cards and throwing it down angrily at a game of Go Fish with Porky bots and pig masks. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. I like that. Um, I'm glad that you incorporated them too. Uh, before I give up my next, my final pose, I want to say two things to begin. Uh, playing Bob Boy Man in this episode was actually fairly fitting because I was thinking about it later on. We'll keep on talking about Porky and pigs and Porky and pigs. Bob Boy in Tagalog means pig. Yes, it does. And so that was, uh, we can dive into that background later. But good theme song for this episode. I'll play it again before the end, maybe. Oh, boy. <laughs> Lister's like, no, no. Volume bad. Volume bad. (laughs) Um, So before I... Okay, my second thought is here. uh, Before I get into it, Trevor, can you please give us a slight background on the following phrase that I'm about to share with you? Devil's machine. Devil's machine. Oh, Mm -hmm. boy. So, as far as my understanding goes from the game, there is a statue that is within Onet, that's mm-hmm. hidden within a man's house, <laughs> named Liar Exaggerate, or at least mm-hmm. the English translation has his name as that, and he's trying to dig to have it. And anybody that comes in the vicinity of the statue becomes slightly more corrupt. And mm-hmm. this corrupting force it happens to be... Uh, from the power of Gygus, if I understand. And mm-hmm. so as you start to go through the game, you start to see this statue appear in more and more places. First, this house. Second, this cult has the statue as its uh, main shrine. And then you mm-hmm. start to see it within a place that's basically a hallucination of a city that's causing everything to be in reverse... And then you see it in a nightmare as Ness's nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then you see it reflect Ness himself in the final battle. And if you try mm-hmm. to attack this uh, Devil's Machine representation of Ness, it just hurts Ness himself. Mm-hmm. But it's the only so. thing that can hold Gygus's power because Gygus's power has grown so much that his own brain has melted, as far as what Pokius says. Yeah. So that Devil's Machine representation uh, appears in my final victory pose as Porky uh, is, gets out of his mech and begins walking towards it. And he's sinisterly snarling the closer that he gets and laughing evilly the closer that he gets to the Devil's Machine. And as he gets closer and closer, the screen fades to black and there's a light, like psychedelic red wavy effects pervading through uh, the darkness to signal... The, the presence of Gygus. That is great. It's funny you bring oh, yeah. up the Devil's Machine, because I'll be talking about that again later. Oh, so will I, my friend. I had a feeling. So, we, we've got a lot of victory puzzles here that uh, bringing some extra elements that would appear on the stage, which isn't actually common in most victory puzzles. So, it's, it's kind of fun and interesting how we did so many of them for Porky here. Either being like mm-hmm. his mech appears outside of him, or the uh the pig king statue or his pig mask army it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting how we uh how, how we do that especially for being a game that it's all sprites there's no like 3d models or anything of or of uh earth or populated material besides the boss fight in brawl yeah yeah 
And unfortunately, that means we have nine victory poses and eight taunts to cut down. And that's where we're at next. This will be easy. Will it? Oh, I'll preface this by saying that I this is where I'm going to bring in that extra element that I was speaking about to you, Lister. Oh, um, do tell. I have a category that has been, as far as I know, unforeseen on Smashtopia, both the wiki and podcast thus far, and that is a unique losing pose. Uh -huh. Oh, instead of simply clapping his hands and or or being or you know looking down in shame, um, if Porky loses a match, he won't be seen. Instead, the absolutely safe capsule will be present in his losing slot, and you'll just see that kind of fidgeting around a little. Oh shit! Because he's retreated <laughs> into it. He's retreated into it. That's brilliant. I love that. Yep. And that's why I didn't tell you yesterday. That's why you had to wait. All right, so we've got our first losing post here. I assume Melissa Turbo has any feelings against that, where he's got Not the absolutely all. safe capsule that he's hiding in. And my, my personal opinion, and feel free to disagree here, but I feel like that would both uh, remove the sleeping in the mech and the absolutely safe capsule victory post, because you don't really need either one of those when you've got this particular losing post. Sounds about right. That makes I mean, hell, we can include Dr. Andonuts in the losing post, too. Um, the, the screen's not awesome. big enough for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, does anybody have any uh, other strong feelings about the taunts and victory post possibilities that we have here? I know one that I really like uh, was the pig mask salute that we have going on here, where his army is behind him, and you just kind of see the, them all cheering him on. He's like, yeah, I beat him. Goddamn right I did. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that one too. Of course I came up with a bias. Naturally. Um yeah. I, I do feel like I shockingly came up with a few good taunts. Um a few good victory poses rather. And uh and that Trevor did the same because we also have that pig mask and uh porky bots playing cards, which is another fun way to, to pay tribute to the pig masks as well. Um so I think Possibly a way to pare this down further is to choose between the two. Between pig mask and go Possibly. Fish? Yeah. Maybe. My, my my personal view on this, and again, feel free to disagree on anything. Uh, when I'm looking in terms of how Smash does victory poses, and specifically <clears throat> the amount of time that each one of them takes, I feel like doing the uh, having his army there, saluting him, cheering him on in his victory, that's going to fit the screen better than... Um, so seeing a game of GoFish and Porky throwing down cards, presumably he lost in that match, especially since he just won a battle. And that, that's, that feels like the GoFish is going to be a longer animation than what the uh, than what the Pig Mask salute is going to be. Oh, I understand, because it's a, it's a negative portrayal of Porky when he's supposed to be celebrated, you're saying, essentially. That and the time element, I, yes. I get that. I get that. I get that. I do like it, and I think... That could be an, another freaking losing pose. <laughs> um, you know, possibly. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, no, my views are, are mostly in line with yours. Uh, mostly, mostly because I think we, we can uh, communicate the effectiveness of the army as well. And, and uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm, Trevor can feel, you know, totally feel free to contend. That's totally fine. 
not no, from when I heard it. I really liked the army idea as well, to be honest. Okay. I okay. Yeah. I I gotcha. I gotcha. So you want to slot in army then as as one of the poses? I think we can slot absolutely. It in. Okay. Okay. So what else are we dealing with here? As so, far as picture poses. For for a quick rundown of all the ideas that we have currently on the table, for taunts we have uh pointing and laughing with a pig snoring sound. We got spankity spankity, the spider leg yo yo, uh neener neener, uh making his spider legs go like in an attack mode type of position. Uh mm -hmm. stabbing the bee and then his crying slash laughter. Uh those mm -hmm. are all of our possible taunts. Our victory poses are polishing the spider mech, eating bread, uh having the V for victory against the cardboard statue of Ness. Uh, flexing with a pig king statue, and then him playing go fish. Those are the possibilities mm -hmm. that we have at this point. Oh no, I think we just said oh. no go fish, didn't we? So we technically yeah. that one's down. This is difficult. That's why. That's why when you said it was going to be easy, I was just like, uh, "Are you sure about that?" No, that was my dry humor poking. It's like to me. To me, if if I was to pick one more for each of these, it's just me spitballing here. I'm picking uh, spankity spanky as a taunt. And I'm probably picking. I, I I've, okay, this is my bias, but I really, really, really want at least one of either polishing or loaf of bread. I love them too much. Yeah, but um, I can be argued against it. But th those what are I those are here, where I'm currently at. Where I'm currently at is I agree with you on spankity spankity for because although I love the pig king uh, idea that I that I created and I was like oh this is uncanny. Um, it's easier to communicate in a taunt because it's such a trademark of Porky that you'd want to bring it up more frequently. Right. Um, so it would it would be like uh it would be like having Pikachu without the taunt being like Pika Pika. Um so I think that spankity spankity boys can be a locked in taunt personally. And uh, as far as victory poses are concerned, I feel strongly towards two of them and it would give us an equal um opportunity here to have each of our ideas represented as well um as far as lister's ideas are concerned i feel strongly about the loaf of bread since it was an official artwork and as far as trevor's ideas are concerned i really like the uh victory pose with the nest cut out for the characterization of of porky and ness's history um that's kind of where i'm standing right now yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, as far as uh, taunts go, I just wanted to throw it out that I highly recommend the yo-yo, considering that's actually plot relevant in Mother Three, the yo-yo. So that's true. That's true. I, nice. also just, I also just found an artwork of Porky playing with yo-yo and with one of those uh, with it was a slingshot as well. But I think yo-yo. Wow, there's a Porky amiibo. Well, it's not an amiibo. It's the clay art figures. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So I, I was right. There is something of him having bread. Mm -hmm. You know, this this Porky figurine kind of looks a little like our uh, Trevor and his old friend Sammy. A little bit. And it's funny because Sammy also has a strong affiliation with spiders. Uh, anyway. Oh <laughs> yeah, taking it back. Taking it way back. But I agree. I agree with Trevor on the taunt. So then it sounds like we've got two taunts and two victory poses locked in for the moment. Uh, we've got Spaghetti right. Spaghetti and Spider Leg Yo Yo for taunts, 
and then loaf of bread and the pig mask salute for victory poses. So we need to pick mm-hmm. one more for each. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of pointing and laughing with a snorting, neener neener, attack mode, stabbing a bee, crying slash laughing for taunts, or uh, polishing the mech, V for victory, and picking statue. Does anybody have any like particularly strong thoughts with our final slots here? Well, I, I kind of feel like with your victory plus, I, I lean in one direction, but I'm I'm not really sure overall. Uh, yeah, I, I have some concrete thoughts myself. Um, but before I I throw them out there because I don't want to be too final before I let Trevor talk. I I'm gonna let Trevor talk. What are you thinking, Trevor? Shoot, I I personally don't really. I think they're all pretty good, and I really want to hear yeah. what your thoughts are actually John. okay uh my thoughts are if it's difficult to choose between them just because they're all such good and so good in concept we have to return to the source material and see what relates best to the games and to porky's character as it's represented in the games that he's in um and i think that in this case uh, again, uh, V for victory for the victory pose seems very concrete, playing back into his backstory with Ness. And then for the taunt, um, it is on the tip of my tongue. I just forgot which taunt it was. Oh, no, I didn't. It's the uh, it's the fake crying. Okay. So th- those are those are my two those are my two leans. Uh, v for victory was where I was definitely leaning for the victory pose because while I like the polishing one. I feel like we don't necessarily mm-hmm. need both of them where he's doing something with the mech. But V for Victory, having him sitting up next to that cardboard cutout of Ness and seeing it fall over, that's comedy. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, between the taunts, I'm a little bit more uh, unsure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, he, we're, we're saying that for that taunt, he starts off kind of like a fake crying and then it transitions into laughter. Yeah, I, I think what you're thinking is might be a little bit long for a taunt. Uh, I'm thinking that, and I'm also just um, having personal trouble envisioning it, just because I don't typically see people fake cry and then laugh. I see them cry so hard they start laughing, just I've never seen somebody fake cry laugh. All right. Hmm. Might be difficult to, to translate then, as far as that's concerned. That, that uh, said, regards. there's nothing wrong with him laughing. No, no. We have another one where he is laughing. And that one of the options that he has in uh as it, when you're fighting with him as a character is he can just laugh. Mm-hmm. So okay. Maybe, so maybe just have him be laughing. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I want to move on past this portion. Let's just do it. All right. <laughs> so we've got our three tons. We've got our entrance. We've got our Kirby hat. Or no, we don't have our Kirby hat. We still need to do that one. No, we don't. Oops. No, we don't. Kirby hat. Slow your easy. roll, Kerbster. Yep. So, so curvy hat for me is just like, hey, look, you know that uh, blonde mop of hair that kind of covers his eyes? Yeah, that that's it. That's 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 yeah. my curvy hat. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty goddamn simple. <laughs> yes, curb your enthusiasm, as they say, Trevor. That was a good one in chat. <laughs> yeah, I agree with the hat. There, there's really nowhere else you can take it. Sure, that was. That was the same thing I had, just with like suspenders on Kirby as well. I don't know. <laughs> All right, that would be fun. 
Well, you know what? I mean, they've been doing more things with the Kirby like hats, giving them I like, like uh, more, like for the first time with Terry Bogard's uh, Kirby hat, he actually has something changed with his hands. He's mm-hmm. wearing gloves. That's the first time you know, that they've ever done that. So oh my gosh. You know, that gives me a good idea too. What if, um, since we're talking about like more detail, what if Kirby, instead of just having a mask or a hat um, of Porky, he clones Porky and there's another Porky who's squirming around on top of his head. And as you're fighting as Kirby, he's like, no, no, let me go. Don't use me as a pork shield. And he absorbs all damage while you also have full use of his moveset through a special skill set. Like, if you press A and B, you use Porky's moves instead of Kirby's. Um, no. No. Okay, Killjoys, but we'll see what the comments say. I don't think we'll get any comments, because nobody's watching this episode. Because our only viewer (laughs) is part of the cast. So, uh, knows, moving on here, because we spent a long time on uh, taunts and victory poses there, which not really <laughs> surprising when we've got uh, most people involved in this. But uh, let's try and get to the special moves now. And uh, t- Trevor, just so you're aware of how we do these, uh, we're going to run through all of the moves, uh, all three standards <clears> and all three sides and whatnot. And then we might mix and match some of them around as we go through, because you never know. Sometimes a standard, somebody else has to add a side. Oh, yeah. Gengar was fun. Gengar, yes, yes, he was. That was quite the conversation. Yeah, so um, I'm not, I'm expecting both there to be wildly different moves here, but also the exact same moves here, because I don't know if there's a whole lot that you can do with Porky, or at least from my limited research of him. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'll start off here with my standard special, which I'm calling Stinky Gas, because apparently that's one of his attacks in the games. It's kind of funny. So uh, Porky will kind of just like put this noxious green gas in front of him that if somebody runs through it, uh, in, in my mind, I'm imagining that uh, one of several set effects could happen. It's, it's like a percentage chance of which one will appear. Either they get poisoned, they'll be stunned, maybe they'll trip, take some damage. Uh, just, just something along those lines, have like a, a, a random status effect. But not only could he put it in front of him, but you could, when using this move, tilt the control stick anywhere uh from straight to his left or straight to his right and have the gas either come behind him in front of him on top whichever way because it's the the gas is coming from these spider legs themselves and he's kind of like raising the legs on where the gas is deployed and i don't know why this is funny but all right (laughs) i really like the idea i I liked it nearly put Mm -hmm. a move just like that in it's just really good i love the uh, status effect chance for that too it plays mm-hmm. in well to how the final battles operate in the games too mm-hmm. that's why i chose that yep <laughs> and how about how about you trevor about for me my standard mm-hmm. smash that i picked was mm-hmm. let's see my standard smash is actually a melange thing nice. that i filed under prank so oh, uh, okay several effects can occur on a cyclic basic the pranks available are as follows the first one being stinky gas the spider max <laughs> releases a green cloud of gas that reduces the strength of opponent's attacks who walk through it 
The second prank is inexplicable PSI. A light circle of telekinetic energy expands from Porky's head, reversing the controls for opponents in the radius who aren't dodging or shielding Ooh, for two seconds. Nice. The third one is blue paint. Porky will toss a bucket of paint in the direction that he is facing, causing the same effects as paint from Inklings. Nice. And the last one is luxury banana. Similar to how Diddy Kong's <laughs> banana operates, uh... Pokey will eat a banana, recovering about 2%, then tossing the banana peel. The banana peel is then throwable like any other banana peel. Okay. Oh my gosh. Now, I will tell you, that is something that Lister nor myself could have come up with, I don't think. Probably not. That, that is cool. That is cool. Um, I see how this is going to go straight away after that one. <laughs> I, I have a question about how that one works. Yeah. So, uh, when you're using these, is there one that is like default? Normally, the always one that gets picked, or just like cycle through a set order? Is it randomized? Which one happens? Can you kind of pick and choose which one you want? Like with uh, Shulk's Monado arts, how, how how does prank exactly work in the execution? So this ties into the extra skill category that we also have as well. So the way this, this operates is that uh, while Porky is shielding, if you press the special button, then you can then see a small image that represents what sort of prank he will pull next. Okay. And you can cycle through. After using one, I imagine that there would be at least a 10-second wait for the same type of prank to be pulled again. Mm -hmm. But after that, you should be completely free to go and cycle back through and select it. So uh, nice. you should be able to select on a limb. So, so it does have a set order, but when using the extra skill, you can choose what you want the next one to be, so long as you haven't used it in the last 10 seconds. Absolutely. Okay, interesting, interesting. Nice. All right, so mine is uh, the least comical and, and, uh, or utilitarian of, of the standards. <laughs> <laughs> but I still think there's some I still think there's some utility here actually. Um but the thing is that I pulled it more from his uh brawl battle. So it's uh the porky laser. Or I also have it kinda kinda la layered down as PK beam, but I don't know if he was ever able to use that as one of his PSI powers. Um oh yeah. Okay. Well let's just say it's PK oh, beam. No, no. Oh, no, I I was just nodding to uh yeah, obviously okay. Richard. Yep, yep. Um, but it, lifting lifting the mech's front legs above his head, uh, above his head, above the mech's head, uh, Porky summons an orb of glowing red, reddish orange energy above his head. Um, you know, and that that energy ball, like Mewtwo's Shadow Ball or anything else, can hurt opponents as it charges up. Mild damage, mild shock damage. Uh, but once it's fully charged after a few seconds, what do you think happens? It blows up. No, and he doesn't release it either, like you might have been thinking. Uh, once it's fully charged, uh, you can keep holding the special attack button to unleash a laser beam. And that'll emit from the orb, and it'll start a couple feet away from Porky. Um, and you can shoot it out like as far out as like Thoron would go, and just keep it as a, as a continual stream of laser coming from this orb. Um, but... The longer that it goes, the less of an effect it will have. So at point, point blank range, uh, you would deal more of a mighty blow uh, upon initial impact and leave like flames along the ground and cause a flame status effect on opponents hit by it. But the further it goes out, it will barely make someone flinch. It will barely hurt them. Uh, but it can still like deflect projectiles at, 
at that point. So there's still some usefulness in it. Uh, so long as the special button is held, uh, the laser will remain, although it diminishes over time. So eventually it will pull back and you'll have to recharge. Uh, and you can also tilt the control stick in a full 360 degree arc to move the Ooh. laser wherever. And it can be halted by certain blocks or platforms. Still, like if you're on Skyworld, it's not going to be able to go through that. It's not going to be able to go through blocks on Mushroomy Kingdom. Uh, and he retains some super armor frames while charging it up. But he's also left open to attack when letting his beam loose uh, while giving that pork out. So, so I, yeah. have, I have a question there on how far that works. You're saying that first he has to target the orb, and then the orb will start throwing out a laser. <clears throat> how, yeah. how long does that initial charge take? Because um, like if he mm -hmm. just has it there, that, that's a long time that he could be a sitting duck. Yeah. Which, I mean, to, um, be, to be fair, he's in a mech, so he is a sitting duck, but... Yep. Uh, I was I was just thinking a few seconds, like about how, about as long as it would take to charge up Shadow Ball. Okay. But maybe maybe it would have to be longer, given uh, given the utility of the move. I, I would think faster, actually, because otherwise oh, really? he's sitting okay. there with just an orb over said he can't do anything with. He can't like launch it early like a Shadow Ball or that's a true. That's true. Shot. My concern was just because we don't have a move quite like it, I wasn't sure if it would be too OP one way or the other. But now that you mention it. Okay, let's make it faster. Well, we, we might have a move uh, quite like it uh, here in a bit. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So my but side first. special that I have down here, moving on, is probably the worst side special that's going to be mentioned here today. Uh, it's it's really it's a simple move. I didn't have many other ideas for it. I call it Eight-Legged Rush because, you know, spider mech. And you, you charge mm -hmm. it up, much like Ike's Quick Draw. And he just charges forward, crawling on his spider-like legs, and he just runs into something. Mm -hmm. Simple enough. Eight-legged rush. I had nothing else Not to go bad. on. Not bad. Uh, Eight-legged rush sounds like uh, something that I found on a website recently. I wanted it to be sound. I wanted it to sound slightly better than spider run or spider charge. Like eight-legged rush sounds yeah. interesting. That's a better yeah. name. Yeah, that's true. It's a better name than. He wields a gun for his neutral special. Gun. Thanks, Victor. <laughs> Thanks. The website's main colors and its logo are orange and black. Anyway. Oh Halloween. <laughs> yep, Halloween.com. So, how about that side special, Trevor? All right, my side special is counter PSI unit. Nice. So, uh... For this special, uh, Porky Spider Mech pushes out a magenta field in a direction held that reflects any projectiles that run into it. The field disappears after either three projectiles hit it or ten seconds elapse. Mm -hmm. This shield stays around after you've deployed it, and you can move about while it is deployed. Okay. Nice. Nice. I dig it. I dig it. What, what did you uh, say mine, that was yep. called again? A counter PSI unit. Okay. All right, and mine is once again taking not the least exciting route, but probably the most obvious route. Uh, Porky Bot. Or Porky pops open the front hatch of his mech, and a Porky Bot comes scurrying out. And we saw how they kind of work in uh, in Brawl in the subsequent cemetery, uh, where they're running about in frantic fashion, kind of similar to Bowser Jr.'s uh, Mecha Koopas, um, and they explode upon impact too. But uh, you know, while while Porky bots can hone in on chase opponents, 
They also uh, move faster than Mecha Koopas do. So, and it actually nerfs them in a sense because they have a tendency to trip. So, and probably low jumping capabilities. Um, yeah, low jumping capabilities too. And every so often, uh, the Porcupot will trip and fall, and it'll explode earlier than intended after shaking its head in embarrassment. Um, and really, only one Porcupot can remain on stage at a time, otherwise, it would be ridiculously overpowered. And once it leaves the stage, Porky will have to wait a few seconds before summoning the next. Done. All right. So moving into our elf specials here, before I go ahead and see what mine is, I want to uh, mention real quick a bit of how I imagine Porky jumps normally. So I don't mm -hmm. imagine him having anything more than the regular two jumps. But um, the interesting thing I have in mind is that with his jumps, like his, his standard jump when he's on the stage, I don't imagine having a lot of height to it. Instead, I feel more like, like a spider. When he jumps, he doesn't jump like high in the air. He jumps far to the side. So, so he can get some good some good horizontal distance with just like a basic jump. But then with his midair jump, I I kind of don't imagine it's really much of a boost at all. It's probably one of the worst midair jumps in the game. Because what, what can he jump off of that's really going to work well for the spider mech? But for his up special, I have it as he can jump up really high vertically, but with very little horizontal distance. And I call this up special, well, originally it was going to be called Arachnid Leap. Then I realized, wait a minute, I can add something to this, and I didn't know what the name of the attack was, so thank you, John, for telling me that it was called Forky Laser, because I, <laughs> I called this move Arachnid Laser. And the nice. way that I'm envisioning is, uh, the Spider-Man will jump up high into the air, and you can choose to hover there for a brief few seconds, while the laser uh, builds up above Porky's head, and he kind of like shoots a beam of energy straight down, kind of like the attack in Smash Bros. Brawl. Mm -hmm. so, so that's what that's nice. what I came up with this up special I didn't know it was called Porky Laser or else I probably would have titled it that so it was just like uh, it's a laser it's a spider mech arachnid laser hey mm -hmm. hey you know what that reminds me uh, arachnid leap reminds me of an old hip hop song called quantum leap and if it were arachnid leap it would be like do the arachnid leap urakak meiji old school info as you know we're at TV show though yep um so I just wanted to interject quickly with that because uh, funny thing about our up specials. They're the same damn thing. So so you have two moves uh, that are Porky Laser. Uh, yeah, except I just called mine Laser Hover. Porky hops into the air and uses his laser uh, to shoot from off of the ground and he can hover around uh, in a way similar to like a more like stuttery version of Peach's final jump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and how about Trevor? Is it the same <laughs> thing, Trevor? <laughs> it was, but then I decided to edit it slightly. Okay. Let's so the only thing I did was that I took out the laser component and added a omnidirectional movement component. Oh, so, nice. Um, instead of jumping up, a propeller pops out, and for one and a half seconds... Uh, Porky is carried by the spider copter in any direction, any way that you want. Um, and that's nice. that's about it. I decided purely to focus on movement, maybe some propeller damage. But mm -hmm. that's... So, like a like a better version of King K. Rule. Yeah, that was my idea. So so does he actually like eject from the mecha suit when this is happening, or is the propeller carrying the suit as well? It's carrying the whole suit as well. Okay, okay. 
Um, oh my gosh, that's nice. That's nice. And what what was that movie called again? Did you have a name for that? Spidercopter. Spidercopter. Okay. Spidercopter, Spidercopter. If I do more, we're gonna get a copyright strike. Yes, and then this episode will be three hours long. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, my downstairs is actually very similar to uh, Trevor's side special, except mine is the PSI counter device. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, it, it looks like these, like this glowing three-piece shield that just kind of gets it's projected in front of them, and it will reflect uh, ranged moves, except in my mind, it's not really working on just really any ranged moves. Like, it's not going to work on Link's arrows. But energy-based moves or magic or especially psychic moves... Uh, it's going to reflect those. Shadow Ball, bye. Uh, Fox's Lasers, bye. PK Freeze, get out of here with that shit. But PK to, to add, Freeze! To add just a little bit to that, I feel like in order to just make this a touch better, moves that are classified as psychic are uh, not only reflected by this counter device, but they will actually give Porky a uh, limited time stat boost to his attack power. Nice. Because he's, he's channeling that psychic energy and making his mecha more powerful. I love that idea. What you Me got? too. Oh, shoot. Mm, what you say? Well, I have something that Jonathan had earlier for my down special. <laughs> I have... The Porky Bot. Yeah. Except, um, for... For the case of uh, editing it a bit, let's. I'm going to wing it right now and call it a uh, pig mask drop. So uh, nice. So out from the bottom of the uh, spider mech, a uh, pig mask comes out. You get an, and they attempt to bum rush opponents. You get an eighty percent chance that uh, pink colored regular pig mask pig mask infantry comes out. You mm-hmm. get a fifteen percent that a pig mask uh, commander comes out and which hits harder, and then a 5% chance for the elite a Navy Squeal officer to come out and hit for about 12% each tackle. Nice. Very good. Very good. So the Porcubot is not, is not involved at all in this uh, move set, in, in this move? It's just it a... was. Then I changed it on the fly right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, my down special, I am not going to change it on the fly because I have that kind of creative license with the series. So I'm just going to say that it's stinky gas. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I have it. I have him using it differently. Okay, let's um, hear it. So Porky retracts the spider mech's legs and spins in place like a spinning top uh, at at like a obnoxious speed. And as he does this, he unleashes a cloud of the uh, gas that surrounds him for a few seconds. Then anyone caught in the grass, gas will cont- contract a uh, sta- uh, status infect. You know, uh, flinching, tripping, sleeping, confusing, blah 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 blah. And while they're while they're held in that position with some sort of status effect, it might give Porky more of an opportunity to attack his opponent. So it's a defensive mechanism that also has a bit of an, an of an offensive side at the start. So if I'm understanding correctly, he'll spin in place, and uh, the sinking gas will center itself on him before expanding out a bit. And he can cut, he can yeah, move because... out of that, and opponents can run into it and wind up putting themselves, and he can run back and attack them. Yeah, there's the stinky gas. Um, so he retracts the legs back into back into the suit, and the gas emits from 
from the holes for the legs. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we got our specials. All right, well, let's talk about our final smashes next, and then we'll get into our extra skills, and we can kind of start mixing and matching here. Because I can tell that's definitely going to be happening with these moves, where we have some similarities in just various places. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for my final smash, uh, it's actually just being called the Devil's Machine. So how I wish like this is smash. Porky, well, you know, it might be all of our final smash by the look of the face. <laughs> so what I, yes. So what yeah. I have envisioned here is that um, you, you see Porky, I, I don't even admit, this isn't even a, uh, a cutscene final smash for me. I just, I see no. Porky, he, he's there, he, the, 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 the devil's machine is in front of him, and he turns it off to release Gygus. So the big swirling red and black mass comes out from the center point of where Porky's machine was. It starts to envelop the entire background of the stage. Oh, uh, nice. and then it uh, when when it sees that you start seeing it swirling around, and the screen fades to black, complete black, and you see this Earthbound style text box appear that says the text: "You cannot grasp the true form of Gygus's attack." Ripping straight from that boss fight. And when everything fades back in, uh, the, the players that are closest to Porky take the most amount of damage to knockback, while those that are far away from him, and it scales pretty pretty heavily, uh, take much less damage. So like, if you're on the other side of the screen, you're not going to take much at all, because we're not going to say, hey, look, you were on the complete other side when I used this. Oh, but now you're dead. That, that's some nonsense. But if you're right next mm-hmm. to Porky when I use it, yeah, you, you might be dead. You very well might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I I approached mine from from the angle CGI cutscene, which is really the only difference. I have the text box and everything, but it's just Porky uh, propels himself forward with with a jet engine built into the spider mech, kind of like your eight legged uh, rush or whatever it was called. Um, and anyone hit by that will be dragged into a CGI cutscene where he quickly shuts down the Devil's machine, and then the full power of Gygus is unleashed. Fills up the screen, yada yada. He streaks what as he as he does, and uh, wrapping terrified opponents in a dark psychedelic fog as Gygus insults them with a barrage of imperceptible attacks. And that's the only difference is utility, but the idea is the same. All right. So, what what's your version of Devil's Machine, there, Turbo? Oh, so well, actually, that, I actually. didn't have Devil's Machine. Oh, really? <laughs> So I went a bit more Mother 3 with this one, and I decided to uh, go with uh, Pick King Parade. So at first, uh, Porky will hit an area that's one full arm reach, which should be about uh, one and a half DKs across. And anybody hit by that will be knocked into one of those CGI screens where a bunch of the pig mask army will start to run into them for a percent. And then the giant statue, the Pig King statue, that you might know from uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, comes through mm-hmm. menacing and then comes and knocks them away with its long, lanky arm. And at that point, that is when the uh, final knockback is dealt to the opponents for uh, roughly 50% if you're going to keep track stats. All nice. right. So last thing we've nice. got here is our extra skills. And uh, mm-hmm. mine, it's very similar to two different moves that you both did, but with a different name and a slightly different mechanics that I might have changed after hearing uh, 
So some uh, some comments from the YouTube. I'm calling this extra skill drone deployment. And hey, look, he <laughs> launches a, a a Porky drone. What a fantastic <laughs> concept here! So much like you know Bowser Junior's Mecha Koopas, they run around for a little bit. They try and chase after an opponent. Actually, no, no. Uh, let me change it here. The Porky bots do not chase. They just run it back and forth mm-hmm. on the platforms that they're on, and then they'll explode it through a short time. They have their chance of tripping, to be sure. But there is a uh, roughly 15% chance that instead of dropping a Porky drone, out will instead pop a Pig Mask Trooper. What are the more <laughs> basic, what are the basic versions? The ones that just, you know, it's going to be the same really size uh, Porky drone. But these ones will chase opponents. Uh, they'll be a little bit faster, but instead of exploding with an opponent, they'll get them in like a, uh, they'll just beat them, beat them, beat up on them a little bit, do some attacks, and then they'll disappear in a, a tiny, tiny little death sequence. At what point does Orbulon appear in this? Uh, Orbulon is being saved for his own moveset episode, where we're going to be talking about WarioWare and all things WarioWare, except that's not happening because Orbulon is one of the worst WarioWare characters I'm saying it here. Wow, put him, in his, put, him in his, put him in his pig UFO and just have him pop out of Porky. That sounds opponents. weird. So no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay, Trevor. I think we already covered your extra skill, actually. But yeah. Is, is there anything else you wanted to add to uh, your extra skill? Shoot, no. Um... Not at the moment, no. Okay. Okay. Uh, so mine is my incorporation of the Pig King statue. Uh, so the this the Pig King statue uh, manifests behind Porky, and this is how I'm giving him some extra air, because I imagine Porky's jump very similarly to Lister. Uh, so on top of having the laser hover uh, horizontal distance with his up special, um, I paired the Pig King statue... Uh, with Porky, and he just kind of lankily and, and awkwardly grabs the spider mech and tosses Porky up into the air. So, you know, that could damage some opponents too during the, his ascent, but mostly it's um, a means of getting Porky extra airtime and, and giving him a, essentially a souped up extra jump. Uh, and on top of that, I'm not sure if he, it should really be restricted to ground use or not, since it be overpowered if not um but then again we also are dealing with the potential of giving him omnidirectional so maybe spare use to use it everywhere and then you could have the pig king statue fall over and fall to the oh that could be a way to do it uh have the pig king statue attempt to lift porky in midair except then fall off fall out of frame before it can do so if you use it in midair like pack okay fire hydrant yeah yeah Alright, so that's going to be all the moves that we've come up with. Now it's just going to be a matter of what are we using and what button is it mapped to. The only thing I can say for certain is that in some form, either <clears throat> on its own name or as part of Prank, Stinky Gas is going to be stinky gas is going to be used somewhere. And uh, some form of uh, Porkybot's deployment is going to be used somewhere as well. Or Big mm-hmm. Mask. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first thing that we need to figure out, though, is are we going to be using Stinky Gas as Stinky Gas, or are we going to be using Prank, and then uh, with Prank would come the extra skill associated with it? How, how do we want to go about that? Because I feel like if we're using Prank, 
envisioning it under uh, Turbo's uh, vision here, that we must mm -hmm. also use the extra skill that works with it. Otherwise, we got some extra complication yeah. there. We I can... think, yeah. Although, we, no, although, we retool it. Yeah, I was just saying, uh, alternatively, we could retool it, much like how uh, Shulk's Monado <laughs> Arcs retool for Ultimates, where uh, pressing the button for prank uses the next prank, but if you hold it down, you could select which one you're wanting to use. I, I agree. See. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, also, I think that prank, the second Trevor came out with that, I was like, oh crap, this is showing that Lister and I are a little bit out of our breath here. Um, because prank was uncanny, and I think it was the star of the show. So um, I would definitely throw my vote for prank as a standard. I'm good for prank. Mm-hmm. The, and yeah. we, we don't this it may not actually be this wow words it may not even need to be the standard special Me it not could still how fall I have under uh, it could still become the down or the extra skill depending on how we throw things around here yeah yeah because that, that's a move that's that can fit though. multiple places yeah it's and everything is fluid as as Gengar kind of proved last time around yeah no um, kidding. <laughs> it was fun but also painful mm-hmm um, as this will be. Yeah, so so we know <laughs> we're gonna use prank somewhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. final smash, we got Devil's Machine and we got Pig King Parade. What we thinking mm -hmm. here? Because I my my mind naturally goes to Devil's Machine, but that's primarily because I don't know Mother Three. I don't I don't know mm -hmm. really the significance of the Pig King statue or the parade or anything like that. So I can't that 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 was just hard for me to look at because I don't I don't know it. But Trevor, what do you think yeah. here? I think Devil's Machine is a fantastic Final Smash. And I'm going to say, like, there is no actual parade in Mother 3. I just made that up as a uh, move. So I, mean, there's no I will concede this one. Either. True. But I will easily concede this to Devil's Machine. That's a fantastic idea for a Final Smash, I must say. All right. Yeah, all the all the people on Smashboards and Reddit that I t took the idea from probably agree. So, <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, mo most of the ideas that I had seen come around were either Devil's Machine or uh, the the Pig King statue. That that was pretty yeah. much everything. Yeah. I think there was one that used like the natural killer cyborg, but that was it. Nice. Um, yeah, I I agree here. I th I think my my lane of thinking here is. Uh, Spider Mech is more of an earthbound base and Devil's Machine is more of an earthbound base. So it kinda it kinda goes hand in hand. And and I think Gygus played a large part in corrupting Porky and if there's some place that we can include him, it's handily the final smash. Yeah. The the um, thing we... is I almost didn't make him be the final smash because I was thinking like, but what if we want to do an episode that where Gygus is the character we're discussing? Mm hmm And then we have a, you know, Kramen Robin scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> oh well that's that's oh, all there is to it well yeah we'll, we'll do it like five years from now and then forget that we ever did this so it's fine yeah uh, pretty much <laughs> um gosh so i i think the next place we need to look at as we start narrowing things down is uh, our up special because there's nothing else in there that compares to anything else we have so we can Figure it out separately from our other possibilities. Mm -hmm. We've got Arachnid Laser slash Laser Hover, which are more or less the same attack. And then we have uh, Trevor's Spider Copter. Yeah. 
yeah, that's a tenuous locale to 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 traverse because uh, here we are, you and I just lolling about, choosing laser hover because we know it from brawl pretty much, I think. And then, uh, and I think it's and I played it into a utilitarian stance too, with uh, with it being incorporated with my extra skill having having that function. But um, Trevor's copter uh, is uncanny because it's something that we don't see, um, like in the research we put into this, seeing, oh, what, what did everyone else come up with? No one came up with that. No. It's a, it's a, it's a fresh idea, whereas... To be fair, we could have come up works. with it. Of course, we could have come up with it, but it, it was not something that came to mind, ultimately. Uh, so I got to give some points in that direction. Um, laser hover, I think, would be harder hitting or erected laser because that's a cooler name. But um, the copter, I think, might just help Porky out more having such a stunted jump. Um, and I would imagine since it's in the spider mech, you can probably ha have him hit a little K copter. Uh, and I imagine it, you know, like moving around a little bit laboriously. Uh, more so than K. Rule's Copter 2 because you're in this giant mech suit. So, that's kind of my that's my feeling on it. Um, I'm not sure which to choose between the two, but I'm just tossing it out there that they're, they're both good ideas. Trevor? Oh, well, shoot. Um, I mean, I really like the idea and the implementation of it from a Brawl into a character move set. I, it was really that was a challenge just trying to operate that into a recovery style move, but mm -hmm. um, the way that it's been described seems uh, pretty well done. And plus, I like the name Arachnolaser, just biases. <laughs> but uh, mm -hmm. shoes. Oh, in terms of like how you guys described the implementation, I, I really like that. And I think as far as balancing out the uh, jumping movement that you guys had, uh, particularly ascribed to. A Porky and the Spider Mech, I, I, it makes a lot of sense. Offsetting the uh, horizontal movement with some vertical is special. So I, I got to give a lot of credence to the Rachno Laser. Huh. Okay. So, it, cool. it, it, unless I'm misunderstanding, it kind of sounds like you're advocating to use a Rachno Laser as opposed to Spider Copter for the up special. Am I correct in that? And let's make this no. interesting. <laughs> let's make <laughs> nice let's make this interesting because he's advocating for our move i'm gonna advocate for his so you're the tiebreaker well i was waiting to hear what he actually said before you interrupted him so oh no he said no <laughs> i don't want i don't want to vote for my own i think it'd be an interesting uh move set movement as far as the movement i'm thinking but i mm -hmm. think that these common to two different mindsets on how the uh, jumping and movement of the spider mech would go as we envisioned it. So ultimately, it just depends on what your purview of how the uh, mech operates and what best uh, makes for a balanced movement, like gameplay mechanic-wise, in my mm -hmm. thought. So I think that's why it they really both have merit in individual ways, which is why... Yeah. We need you as the tiebreaker. <laughs> well, we uh, need let, you. Let, me, let, let me ask this about the spider copter. Uh, okay, so copter comes out of him, and your vision is working similar to King K. Rule's uh, propeller, but that he uses as well. 
where he can kind of like have some pretty good control over where he goes. Uh, there's some good horizontal distance as well as vertical, and the propeller four of it uh, damages, and it's pretty speedy. If I if Porky is using this move because it's coming from the, a spider mech, I'm assuming that either the propeller itself has to be much larger and creating a uh, wider uh, attack window, or it's got to be slower and it's got to be worse, really, compared to K rules in terms of distance. Because otherwise, it doesn't make as much sense seeing the spider copter or this large spider mech flying through the state at high speeds. That's that that's crazy to me. Absolutely. And that was what I was thinking, is that it would be slower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My, my natural inclination is to go with Arachnid Laser, because that does pull from both an attack from Earthbound, and is, and is also a reference to the boss battle from Brawl. Uh, and I think you said that Spidercopter or something similar to it is also seen in uh, either uh, Earthbound or Mother 3, is that correct? Did I? I don't remember. I don't think I did. <laughs> so, so, so it was more like something uh, new, something unique? Yeah. Okay. It, it was a retooling of uh, something I saw from Brawl. Okay. Uh, in that case, my mind kind of more naturally goes to Erectin Laser. I, I do tend to have a tendency with moves to uh, try and pull from sports as much as possible, even sometimes to a move that's own detriment. There are some characters that I would never have been able to create as good a move that I've I would, because I would have stuck with the source material. It's definitely happened. Uh, God, it's so, so there's so many characters that he's done better than me just because he actually was a bit more creative. It happens. But uh, if you guys are leaving up to me to decide this tiebreaker, I'm probably going to go with Arachnid Laser. All right. What if you summon Orbulon? What if we moved on to a different move? Okay. <laughs> this is a good what if. Yes, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's it just is. like a, a good what if of, uh, you know, what if uh, Star-Lord was actually Black Panther? That would that would cause some sort of cultural riots. I'll tell you that much. So stay tuned to the episode <laughs> on Disney Plus to find out. So, uh, look yeah, at our remaining surprising. moves here. Right. Yes? Just kidding. Okay. Well, mo moving oh. on with our actual moves here, we've still got the standard side down um. and extra skills to determine. <laughs> and we know for sure we're going to be using pranks somewhere. Uh, we know... Mm -hmm. Actually, that's the really only... Oh, yeah, and we also know that we're going to be doing the drones somehow as well. Uh, let's, so let's see here. On the side special, we have either eight-legged rush, which I think we're, we're all agreement that's probably not happening. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, you know, I don't know, considering some of these other options. Because uh, we've also got the counter PSI unit, which could also be down special or extra skill even. And then Porcubot, which could be, again, down or extra skill. So it's going to be more of um, where we want some of these moves. Because if we put down special as PSI, counter device, or... Uh... Oh, actually, no. I God, some the all these can go literally anywhere. Except for 8-Legged Rush. <laughs> Everything can go anywhere. So it's like, what are we doing here? So I think I'm just going to approach it as between, because we've got these four moves, between prank, uh, <clears throat> counter PSI unit, or slash um, PSI counter device, whatever name we wind up calling it, uh, Porcubot deployment, and uh, there's one more, and I lost it. The pig-esque thing. 
that was the same thing. Because we, we got okay. Prank, we got uh, the counter unit, we got uh, drone deployment for four moves. So I don't, so I'm, we're missing something here. Oh, maybe maybe we do need eight legged rush. Shit, <laughs> we might actually have to use that shitty move. <laughs> e- either that, or we're doing the uh, the pig king statue thing for the extra skill. We we have to use one maybe. of them. Mapping this out, one of those has to be done here. So I guess we might have figured out which which one of those are we doing. Is picking statue going to throw Porky, or are we going to have eight-legged Rush in here? Uh, <laughs> I I have an answer, but it's the one that is because, basically, that I made the move. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's turn to Trevor here. I have an answer, but it's because Jonathan made the move. <laughs> well, it's here's another thing because it also plays into an element of Porky that is big in Mother Three. So, uh, just just like the um, familiarity on the movie, can you explain your picking statue move to me once more? Yeah, so the picking statue appears behind Porky and pulls him up into the air. So he's throwing the spider mech into the air so Porky gets some more. Uh, you know, air to his jumping capabilities, which are the, which would otherwise be pretty stunted. And uh, Porky can damage opponents on the way up. So it sounds like it's more or less a uh, a second up special, if I'm understanding this here. Essentially. Okay. Here's here's a thought. Here's a thought. What if? Um... What what if we make that either be the side or the or the extra skill instead of it being like a straight up throw? What if you could angle uh, between either straight forward or like a forty five degree angle area? Well, maybe maybe straight up to you. like a going going from zero to ninety degrees. So he could throw you in any direction mm-hmm. based on where you're tilting the control stick. What if, what if we did that? I like statue. I like that. And I'm then, about that life. And then we could make that one be. I'm kind of feeling that one could be the side special. Just my thoughts here. Mm-hmm. Make make okay. standard special be prank. Down special would be uh, one of our versions of either counter PSI unit or PSI counter device. We still have to figure that out. And then the extra mm-hmm. skill could be um, him deploying the drones. So one other thought that I had on the Pig King, Pig King move is that right now I just call it Pig King Statue. But if you want to play into the hearts and minds of today's youth, we can call it Pig King Yeet. Yeah, I had a feeling you were in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep, I agree. Everyone is a winner here. So, so how do do we kind of do we like where those moves are landing? We still have to discuss a couple of them, but in terms of like what buttons they are mapped to, do we like that? Yes, I do. I do. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> bring, bring it back around, Trevor. Yeah, we're, we're seeing we're seeing some things on camera. Yeah, one oh, second. Something to attend to on the side for a sec. Okay. So, um, to to recap, there, I was saying that prank would be standard special. A uh, side special could be the pig king toss, pig king statue. Maybe we'll workshop a name at some point. Uh, up special is our erected laser. Down special would be uh, counter PSI unit slash PSI counter device. We need to 
hatched that one out a little bit. And then extra skill, one of our variations of uh, Porky deploying the drones. Mm -hmm. I agree with that moveset, to be honest. Okay. Agreed. Then the only things we need to have left to discuss on the moveset are between the counter PSI device, your version, or PSI counter... Oh, counter PSI unit was yours, sorry. And then PSI counter device was my version. Which one of those are we going to do here? Yours. Mine? I love the idea of it, the PSI attacks giving a boost to Forky. And uh, I think it's a fantastic addition to the moveset, so why not? All right. Then we just need to figure out which version of our uh, drones we're going to be doing. We had Jonna where they deployed uh, Porky bots. You were deployed Pigmouse Troopers. And then me taking advantage of both y'all. A word deploys either or. In that case, I think we should go with yours because it encompasses everything. Uh, I don't think you named all of the specific enemies that Trevor did in his. I think that we can consolidate it by having all of them appear and just have it be at a random percentage rate. Um, and that's how we get the best of all those worlds. The, 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 re the only reason why I didn't mention all of this is because I don't know them. And I was keeping mm -hmm. it relatively simple... Because Smash has done these random elements, and like in the next game, they'll cut it down a little bit. Like uh, King Dedede originally could throw Waddle Dees, Waddle Doos, or Gordos. And then Smash 4, we killed the Dees, we killed the Doos, now he only throws Gordos. So I kept it simple. Mm -hmm. I was going like, all right, so we got the Porky Bots, and we got the Pig Mask Troopers. They do similar but different things. Boom, there you go. I'm not. We yeah. could do more, but that was that was that was the reason why I only included those two. What if Porky threw Chucky? What if he didn't and we figured this out? <laughs> There's a way to incorporate Boppo in there, I'm sure. I don't Hi, know I'm Yep, yep. Okay. Um, we can tiebreaker the, the, the heck out of this then. I I uh, I know why they did that close to it, because it makes it more competitively viable. At the same time, I did enjoy the D's and the Do's. So, I am leaning in the direction of D and the Do justice and voting for we do all the things. Sure. How does, how does the, the bearded hero feel? Bearded hero. Wow. Slowed words. Yep. Um, I like the more the merrier. I think that also goes in the spirit of everyone is here. So uh, I would like to have everybody all included too. All right. Then we'll do just that indeed. There we go. There okay. we go. Yeah. So, so, so we're nearly done with Porky's new set here. Uh, we've only got a mm -hmm. few things left to discuss. Mm -hmm. First of all, uh, unique traits. Is there anything that we want to give uh, Porky as a unique trait? Something like being able to crawl, which personally I can't see it in a freaking mech. <laughs> or like wall clinging, wall climbing, uh, something like Bowser's tough guy mechanic. But personally, I didn't write anything down there. I felt like the Spider-Man kind of ma made some of those a little bit difficult to envision. But what about you guys? Mm -hmm. What are you thinking, Trevor? Uh, you know, I didn't have anything. The only thing that came to mind that was special would be maybe a smash taunt, which... Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not even sure if you guys would consider that such a mm -hmm. special thing, well, but just some extra thing to pop up whenever Nestor Lucas are on the field. Oh, nice! That's it, though. Okay. Okay. Along along what lines? 
like uh like you would say say or do something different you're saying yeah i've not really planned for this occurrence or talking about okay. this so I, I don't know pop my head but uh that's totally I, fine i could easily imagine that to be an additional uh trait to be to have but uh, I, yeah I, we believe, can... I believe you're talking about like the graphic that appears or just like smash with like a lot of a's in the word is that correct that would be cool. Okay, here, here's what I'll suggest. You know, I was thinking about this earlier, and we can retroactively add this to both Ness and Lucas's movesets as well. Uh, both of those. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, Smash Taunt, I thought that was the official name of when you hold a taunt as uh, a pit to like, get the Palutena correspondence no, on. Those... Uh... Uh, I think those are just called like either like a special or like, a, or, like for Palutena's guidances or Snake's Codex. I don't know if they have a. Another name beyond that. Okay. So, okay. So, so are you saying Porky would have dialogue on all the fighters? And it's like no, special... uh, just Nex and Lucas, but... Nice. And possibly Ninten, if Ninten were to be a potential character. Also, a Smash Taunt is the official terminology. Is it? Yeah. Huh, alright. Yep. Yeah, the only reason my mind went to the Smash graphic is because of we were talking about the smash graphic earlier <laughs> mm. so like pre okay, previ yeah. previous characters that have those um they've had one for every character besides dlc characters for those games but uh no, fox and Falco that... didn't really they had discussions with the star fox team only on the... well that's true they, they did discuss uh with the star fox team on the uh quinaria stage that, mm -hmm. that was really the beginning of it all yep so, so maybe, maybe there would be something where he could make some comments, but uh, I, w I wouldn't call that like a, a, a unique trait for him. That would be more like a, a special taunt. Yeah, so my unique feature, I actually did have something down. Uh, I'm not sure if you're ready for this because it could change the entire way that we perceive his moveset, and I don't know if we have the running time for that, which we don't. Hell no. But, uh, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> his unique feature is that he's in a mech. All right. Oh well, no. Yep. So, yep. so just a brief question on that: Are you envisioning that maybe he uh, has some extra form of super armor? That, that oh no, he's just in, he's just in one. He's okay, so so one. it's just just the aesthetics that we already know that he's in a mech. Yeah, he's there. Okay. Uh, in that there. case, uh, since we've got pretty much lined out as no, he doesn't really have anything extra special to him from that point on. Uh, the only things we have less to determine on Porky are his home stage and uh, his alternate costumes. Uh, for my home stage, <laughs> I just decided to be plain and simple. We've already got it. New Pork City. It fits imperfect. I didn't feel the need to come up with anything new. Mm-hmm. I, uh... What I chose for this is New Pork City. Then it sounds like we're in and, agreement. And, uh... But there's an addition of Orbulon. No, there's not. Orbulon platform for Smash. Yeah, I agree. So that's about it. That's that's we're in agreement. Good. We can move that past us. So what are we thinking as far as alt costumes? So my, I actually you... wrote mine out this time. Amazing. Oh, awesome. Uh, the the ones that I came up with, they're really not much. Um, the Ness and Lucas have some interesting costumes where a lot of time where some of like slight color variances, or they'll have a Little, little design on their shirt. Like, I think Lucas has Bony on his shirt. And uh, Ness has a Master Belt shirt, which I love. It's funny. Uh, what what mm -hmm. I came up with with Porky is just kind of a similar thing. 
The the mech will have slight color tints to it, but the real change mm-hmm. is going to be Porky's outfit. And I have uh, where his outfit will change color and have reference to various different characters and bosses from the Earthbound games. So I've got uh, his default form, naturally. We've got a look based off of the Masked Man, Gygus, uh, Old Porky from Mother 3, uh, the Mecha Drago, the Ultimate Chimera, Frank Fly, <clears throat> Master Belch, Lord Passion... I don't know who that is. It's just a funny name. He looks oh, like a conductor me. of some sorts. And then as a nice little throwback to uh, one of Trevor's old uh, submissions on SSB Mercurius, the New Ooh, Age oh. Retro Hippie. Oh, I thought it was Pooh Boss. New Age Retro Hippie School. So that, that's that's really all I came up with for the costumes. Yeah. I mean, I hate that you came up with that idea because I didn't and mine are more boring. Uh, basically, the... The only thing that I really came up to mind that is a little different, you said old Porky. I'm just saying, like, Porky, like, are you, are you imagining that, like, Porky all discolored, kind of? Yeah, where he, like, in, looks a little bit more sense. gray. He's wearing, like, that business suit in Earthbound 3. I didn't know what else to call it other than old, old Porky, so. Yeah, yeah. That was that was me. That was what I was thinking, too. I call them discolored Porky. I think old Porky's better than discolored Porky. <laughs> I mean, discolored um, Porky might be more accurate. Who knows? Old and discolored Porky. Let's just drive it into him. Uh, I also I did come up with a couple. Of, <laughs> um, pig mech. Uh, yeah, the spider mech becomes a mix of blue, gray, and red, um, along with the discolored Porky, which kind of plays back into Gygus's colors in a uh, mother. Uh, you know, mother, mother, Earthbound Zero. Yeah. Um, and then one where Porky's hair turns black, and he wears Ness's outfit and the spider mech becomes red to be ness inspired otherwise they're just like different color variations oh the mech becomes purple and porky gets a purple overalls and shirts gold pink green blah 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 not that exciting um yeah that's that's about it how about you trevor the first one that came to mind was apple kid he's a Ah. slightly rotund inventor who is a helpful side figure in Earthbound, and uh, he would be perfect. You just need to turn uh, Porky's hair red, give him a red shirt, and uh, that's about it. Uh, nice. Maybe give Rosy Tin to the Spider Mech, mm-hmm. and maybe throw some references to the menu flavors that you can choose at the beginning of the game to with some mm-hmm. of them, and make a uh, alt for uh, Picky, so you have a black shirt with a white P on it, his little brother mm-hmm. um and other than that nice. i just had variants of going back and forth between uh really really old po- porky and uh young porky as well the suit and tie like you mentioned so so maybe nice. in terms of his actual design five of them where it looks like porky from earthbound but and then uh, with some different colors, but another five where it's like his actual business suit that we see in uh, Earthbound or Mother 3 with mm-hmm. again varying colors. And sometimes, like, the pattern might change, like how Nessature has like actually Master Bill trying to like he might not look like the business suit, but in terms of uh, the rest of Pork Design, he has that older look to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that's yeah, interesting. I, I think it. we can definitely uh, do that. Yeah. We can, and I think we're we're running short on time. Actually, we've we've been having too much fun. So I think we can workshop what alternate costumes we choose, just kind of out of cast. Yeah, and we'll we'll get a 
we'll get it up on the Smashtopia wiki and put, post a link with the video and everyone can see that when it's up. Yep. Yep. That'll that'll be good and fine. Um, in the meantime, though, I, I'm thinking, is there anything else Porky related that anyone has to say or add or, or anything? Honestly, I really want this character in. Are there other characters I want more? Yes, but uh, Porky would be fantastic. It'd be such a cool new addition that's different from really everything else. And oh yeah, I mean Earthbound. Yeah, sure, the series is dead technically. It's well, maybe completed is a better word for it, since the director mm-hmm. said that he doesn't have any more ideas for the franchise. But uh, honestly, I feel like the series can use one, maybe two more characters, and Porky is one of them. Absolutely. I agree entirely. How about Turbro? Well, I'm, what I'm thinking is that I'd love to see him in. I'd just love to see more Mother representation, whether it would be bringing him back as Spirit, uh, putting more references in. But honestly, from putting this character together with you guys, I, I would love to see this in Smash now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, agreed. And who knows what's that... Hmm? At, the, at the very least, give him to us as an assist trophy or a new boss fight. The fact that he's one of the few bosses completely missing is just so strange. Because even, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like I'm pretty sure Petey Piranha has a spirit, but Porky's got nothing in Ultimate. It's really weird. It's why back when uh, DLC was first being talked about, people thought, oh, maybe we'll get Porky because he doesn't have a spirit. And it's really strange. It's, it's mm-hmm. one of the biggest, oddest omissions for spirits in Smash. Yeah, yeah. Part part of my personal dream is that as we get out of the Fighters Pass and into just individual DLC uh, releases, which kind of sounds like is where we're going um, in the future, that we start getting first party and second party uh, inclusions as well, and Porky is among them. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that that's the best chance as any to see uh, Porky mm-hmm. Incorporated and hopefully maybe with enough uh, waiting and mm-hmm. asking or who knows what they have in the works yeah. already, I guess. Yeah. It's, like, so, can, yeah. it's like at time of recording, we don't know what's happening with Smash DLC past the initial Fighter Pass. But personally, mm-hmm. I'm thinking if we get a Fighter Pass too, like an actual another pass, Probably going to be more just all third parties. But if we get more individual releases, kind of like what Piranha Plant was, I would love to see more actual Nintendo characters make the roster. Whether that's uh, Gino, Porky, Edelgard, uh, somebody, some one of the new Pokemon. I, I'd love to see. I, I'd love to see some more actual Nintendo characters make it on. Besides, like another third party rep. Can you imagine parties, just but... capping it off on Piranha Plant for first and second party reps? Why would it cap off yeah. on Piranha Plant? Oh, you mean if that oh, was just the only start, DLC yeah. we had gotten? Yeah. I would be angry. So angry. Yeah. I- imagine how... Yeah. Take, take how pissed I was when Piranha Plant was initially released and just magnified by a thousand. Oh, yeah. No, I meant the only first party or second party character. I mean, I, just... I already expect that. That's fully yeah, what I expect. Me too. I, I fully that... expect we're getting Fighter Pass 2 with just five more third parties. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, you can call Gino third party at least. I mean, he is technically. Yeah, there you go. You can call uh, Omega Waluigi third party. So, Sario and all those guys from fanfic.net or Yoshi, Yoshi Forum fan fictions. 
Probably not. <laughs> um, I think this is a good time to say that our next episode is Master Dash, uh, rounding out our first trio of guest episodes, uh, featuring my my good friend and Trevor's good friend and uh, Lister's new friend, uh, Jamie Alamorad, who has been a Discord server. Join us on Discord if you want to, and he's a regular old gamer alongside a great uh, rock singer songwriter. And we're going to talk a little bit about his new album at the start, uh, get into kind of the music territory, which is weird because that's what I primarily do. And now it's it's like crossing worlds. Um, and just it's going to be a good old time where we deliberate over Toad and Captain Toad and Shadow and Zero. So four antiheroes, if you lost count. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So with that said, um, any any final remarks, gentlemen? I've already said them. I've already said them. All right. All right. I love you both. I love our listeners. I love you both, listeners. <laughs> and thank you. Thanks for the conversation. This was a lot of fun. Let's do it again sometime. Goodbye to you all. See and you next speed. time. Bye.